I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You know what we've not done in ages? What? Got someone from The Athletic on this channel. When's the last time we had anyone from The Athletic? Last Friday. Is that how long it's been? Yeah. Slacking. We need to fix up, man. You've not had anyone on in the middle of the week? I'm sorry. Monday, Tuesday, one of those days. No, we'll try and sort it out next week. I'll make sure I get at least three on. We should be paying you for this. This PR that we just free PR that we. That's a great point. Well made. Do you know what? We'll have you on again, Mark. <laughs> Mark Critchley from the Athletic. Hey, he knows what size his bread buttered on. You guys should be paying us. Yeah, I like that. Oh, um, text Oli K. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you just come from Carrington. Just come from Carrington. Yeah. yeah. As usual. Garden Centre. No, uh, they've no, actually I'm promoted to, to press yeah. conference now. I'm promoted to press conferences. I was going to so, say, yeah. because I always lose track of what you lot are up to. Well, to be fair, there's, there's been gaps, haven't there? Yeah, there, there has, yeah. <laughs> um, so, who's in there with you from the athletic? Nobody today, actually. Oh, so you're the, the main it's man. Like, they, it's like, they've been entrusted with resp- responsibility. Yeah, let, yeah. You let you loose on there. I know. You should have gotten banned for a laugh. <laughs> you should have just, honestly. I come um, close enough times to yeah. do that, so that's fine. How did the press go, Matt? Well... Uh, <laughs> don't, the boring, you don't want to go. Yeah, you don't want to go there again. Uh, and secondly, you won't be because you're not allowed anymore. Um, how was Mr. Tenag's mood? Uh, I think, you know, uh, it's probably been better than it has been in recent weeks, let's let's say. Um, Why? Nice routine win. <laughs> yeah. <than I>. yeah. <laughs> well, look, I mean, the win over Wigan. When you comprehensively beat Wigan Athletic 2 0 in the FA Cup, then you can only be feeling good about that, yourself, that, right? That's, that, speaks, uh, <laughs> that speaks volumes, doesn't it? Um, the bar right, is right. low. In, yeah. The bar is low this season. Let's face it. And um, yeah, and maybe he might feel a little bit happier that a certain Mr. Jaden Sanchez probably moved on from the club this week as well. I imagine that's that's not hurt his feelings too much. Uh, yeah, yeah. He got asked about that, didn't he? I've seen the clip doing the rounds on on social media. We were talking about it a minute ago, and he was like, he was he didn't say a lot, but then again, it was like we were saying, what yeah. what is he gonna say? What is he gonna say? I mean, I think. Um, you know, I was going into this today, just talking to some my bosses and other people at work, they were like, well, maybe I'll open up a little bit more about Sancho, but I don't think that was ever <laughs> realistically going to happen. I mean, come on. Yeah, who said you? that? <laughs> Someone who's maybe no eight pints in. All off record. But yeah, yeah look, uh, we weren't going to get chapter and verse today about how it all went down um, because 
<laughs> if anything, it's still a live situation, right? He's going to come back to the club in six months' time, uh, Ten Hag. <laughs> as far as he knows, he's still going to be around as yeah. well. So that situation is all going to be revisited and um, probably not resolved in, in June as well. He also can't go too turbo on him. Even if he thinks yeah. this is done and that little fucker's never playing for the club again. If yeah. that's what he's think, sitting there thinking, he can't even say that. No. Because then you'd, you're damaging... Yo, this is a club that's up against it with FFP. Mm. If he comes out and says that, then you're, you're damaging what you might get for him. Yeah, resale value, innit? And um, you'd think with Sancho, despite everything that's happened, he's still one of the players where that is relatively high compared to some other players that might get moved on in the summer. So you want to be protecting that as much as possible. He's still a United asset, so obviously I don't think, um, like I say, we're not going to get the full details in <laughs> on a Friday lunchtime press conference. Uh, we barely got a sentence. I think uh, Ten Hag just said, yeah, good luck to him. I hope he does well. And there was like that awkward pause where everyone was waiting for another little bit and he just repeated exactly the same line. <laughs> I don't think I don't think we were going to get anything else out of out of him on that today. It's weird to me, like people lose their mind, especially like with someone like Sancho and the, the, the long thing. Do you remember when Oli said about um, Sanchez? Mm. And he was like, oh yeah, you know, he's a good player, whatever. Like, you know, I'd love him to come back one day. And I was like, oh, that means he's going to have him back. And he's like, well, he's not going to say he's terrible when you've mm. loaned him. Yeah. And he's still technically your player. They don't owe you anything, including the truth, in no. press conferences. Yeah, yeah. It's their opportunity for saying whatever they want to say. <laughs> they're not on trial. Like, they're, they're not sworn to tell the truth. Yeah. They, this is a Manchester United opportunity to speak, if he chooses to. Yeah. Like, anything he says in there is, is, is for his benefit or the club's benefit. And there is a dance and a game at, at play. Yeah, absolutely. I think I should probably just go next time with a T-shirt that just says, lie to me, you know. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> do it anyway. And that's something that you've always got to be conscious of. Like, I do think, on the one hand, you've got to kind of take managers at the word when they say things because, you know, that's really our only chance to, to engage with them. But you're absolutely right, Steve, at the same time. Um, it's all a bit of a game, all a bit of an act. And a lot of the times you read between the lines, uh, and there weren't many lines to read between on Sancho today. Yeah, it didn't sound like it was. Uh, he's he's not gonna. It didn't sound like he was gonna pretend everything was all rosy and. Oh, this is a chance for him to go. Like it, it was never that. Everyone knows the extent of the fallout. Yeah. I would say by now. Um, but I actually do think he probably did, do, does wish him luck and hope he does well because he's probably thinking if he does well. I can fucking sell him for more yeah. and actually yeah, get a decent player yeah, in. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Do, you, do you feel with Tenag, like, what's his relationship like with the press? Because we only see him on pre-season, that's the only time we're really allowed him. Um, yeah. And he's all right there, he's quite jovial because he's relaxed. Obviously, one pre-season was his first few months at the club, the second one he'd had a good season. Um, so he was. He, he, he seems to get on well with the media and he's. We, you know, whenever we spoke to him, he's been all right with us as well. But what's it like, sort of, day in, week in, week out? Do you think he has gotten any better or any worse what's it been like for you covering him I think that he is a guy who perhaps um, he doesn't give a lot away I would say and he's not you know he knows to treat the media and treat him at arm's length I think and he's done that all the way through um, remember his, his unveiling when he came round and he shook everybody's hand um, that you know was done to try and make an impression and I think it did um, I can't remember another United manager walking in and doing that he's clearly come to managing a new country, biggest club in the country, the highest profile job of his career, and he's wanted to make an impression at times. 
on the other hand, <laughs> he's also banned a few journalists this season, hasn't he, as well? Which um, he had a say in. Uh, obviously, it was the club decision widely, but like he's, 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 um, he's backed that up, uh, that call. And I don't think that went down especially well. But look, people on the patch working for different newspapers, they'll have covered United under Ferguson, right? And the difference between how it was done then to how it's done now is night and day, right? Because nowadays, cameras are on, everything's been streamed, um, picked up as soon as it goes out. Uh, you can't really have the ding-dongs and the set-twos that you that you would used to, uh, that were before my time, unfortunately. Um, so it's very rare that you'll actually have a journalist and a manager properly you know, knocking heads together. Yeah. Um, in the past, the stories, <laughs> I don't know how many of them I can repeat. Go on, it's the same space to share. Read, um, I don't, I've all heard of them. Have you read Daniel Taylor's book? Yes, I have. That's the one I'm thinking of in there. Oh, well, he's, he's, <laughs> he's, he spoke about on this on this channel. Right, okay. About well, him getting banned. Was it the, wasn't it your mate, actually? Didn't he say that Rio was injured and that was one of the reasons he got banned? Yeah, and it was true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't mind that. I think Daniel Taylor is a phenomenal journalist. I think yeah. you can't question his integrity. He's for me, he's one of the best in the business. And he was like, like head writer for the Guardian or something. Yeah, and yeah. He got banned for saying that Rio was injured when he was. Yeah. And it's like you can't. That's not even logical. You can't argue with that because it's not like well, your job is to tell the truth. All right, I'm telling the truth. Well, no, no, not that truth. No, your job is to tell the truth and then check with me f if you can tell that. Yeah. Truth. <laughs> <laughs> when it was Fergie. Yeah. Because like the Andre Kanchelski's one, which is in. Uh, in 1999 that Matt yes. Dickinson's done he's like um, they'd gone to the cliff on the off chance someone might be there and they see Andre Konchelski's leaving and they're like Andre you alright and he was like nope want to fucking leave want to transfer and they were like what wow because <laughs> you don't get no. you just don't get a player out of his mouth to your ear that quick no. saying I want a transfer so they wrote it up because well, the players literally just said, said it to it. him. It's a pretty good source, to be fair. Actually. Yeah, it's yeah, not. It's question. probably tier one. Would you say? Yeah, <laughs> from the, play, the actual tier players' two. mouth. Yeah, tier maybe two. tier two, three. Um, and then I'm not until I've got a here we go. I'm believing the, it. The <laughs> next, uh, the next press conference. I can't remember who he says. Is it Matt Law? Was it someone like that? That who wrote it? Yeah. Uh, and he was like, "You didn't fucking ring me." And he was like. I heard it off the player. He's like, you fucking ring me. And he goes, I can't always get old of you. And he's like, you can fucking try. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. To be fair, though, that's a time when, um, you know, journalists would be able to call up the manager and, and put a story to him. Uh, that isn't the case anymore. You've got layers upon layers of stuff within the club, press departments, media officers, et cetera, et cetera, that that goes through first. And, and yeah, look, um, maybe you strike up a personal relationship with Ten Hag and you can might drop him a message or call him, I don't know, some journalists do that, perhaps. <laughs> Maybe I'm revealing that I don't at the moment. I'm not close Give to it him. time. Give it time. <laughs> I'm only just starting. But um, but yeah, like um, that was that was a much more accepted thing, and the manager could call you out for not doing that in the past. Whereas now, there's degrees of separation there that, that didn't necessarily exist in the past. Yeah. I went to Fergie's press conference a few times when I was starting off in journalist journalism, and I was so relieved when Meredith said. Whatever you do, don't ask a question. You're not there to ask a question. Just get there, get the audio, record the audio and leave. And I was like, thank God for that. But because why? I, because I love Fergie, right? He's yeah. my hero. I thought if I ask a question and he shouts at me, I'm carrying that for the rest of my life. <laughs> I'm not like you guys where you go, oh, you know, shrug it off or I'm thick skinned or it doesn't matter. And I wouldn't mind if it was like, you know, I don't know, it was Mancini or whoever was the city manager at the yeah. time. 
it wouldn't bother me because I don't care what he thinks of me. Yeah. But if Fergie shouts at me, and that's my one at the, at the side, interaction with Francis Fraser, I, I, that'd keep me awake at night. Like genuinely, I'd have been gutted. Yeah. The thing is he did blow his lid at a lot of like, innocuous shit yeah. as well. I mean, there was obviously some and a stuff lot of people. He, so he wouldn't even remember you. He wouldn't even no, think twice no, about that's it. Just the end of a there was one where there was a guy that asked a question and he was reasonable and he answered it and then he asked another a follow-up. And he went, is this your fucking press conference? What? <laughs> what was this, your private press conference? Yeah. How many more have you got? Yeah. And he went, who are you? And he went, I'm standing in for such and such a body. And he went, right, okay, what was your question? And I thought, that has been me. And I just got, oh, I'm freaking <laughs> mad. I'm just sorry. said, sorry, it's like crazy. Yeah, what up? <laughs> I would have like, because Josie, I remember doing a press conference once in the Europa when I was there. And I asked Josie about Andy Martial and he gave me like a fine answer. It was okay, you know, there was no dramas. And then yeah. someone next to me, I don't know who it was, just said, a follow-up on Martial, and he went berserk at him. Yeah, he yeah. just lost it. Yeah. How many fucking questions on Martial? Like, so you just think some managers you don't know, but Fergie yeah. would have hit differently. Because it's not United, but the one manager that has done it to me, and I think I might be the only journalist that has ever been sighed down by the nicest man in football, Gareth Southgate. Really? I was literally about to say yeah. Southgate as a last. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. How? What did you do? It was like a couple of years ago. Questioned whether he has sparkling or still water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sent him over the edge. That's it. Asked him if it's true that he's only ready salty crisps. Yeah. <laughs> oh, took his shirt into his underpants. Lost it. Uh, maybe sad. I should have gone with this. Yeah. I think it would have gone maybe. down better than the original one. No, I asked him. It was it was on Zoom. It was like uh, early 2022. They were still doing it on Zoom at that point for some reason. Anyway, um, it was on Zoom. And I asked him. It was after an England game. Jordan Pickford had played well, but it looked like Everton might be getting relegated at the time. Um, so I was like, okay, well, it's a fair enough question. I'll ask him, is, it, is Pickford still gonna play if, if Everton get relegated and go down to the championship? I thought it was a fair enough question. Um, the thing was, I, the way I asked it was really bad. Like Why? it was like, I started, so I was like, Gareth, I know it's a hypothetical question, but, and you don't wanna do that because- It gives you get out of jail free exactly. as well, it's like. Exactly. Well, I'm not gonna answer it, it's hypothetical. Well. <laughs> You've actually. Is that what you said? I, I go, I, I'm like, Jordan Pickford, blah, blah, blah. I'm, I don't even get the question out. And yeah. he goes, well, if it's a hypothetical question, Mark, I don't think we need to answer it, do we? Oh, and man. it's Zoom. That's him and losing so, his rag, though. Yeah, that's, yeah, him, that's, that's him, him livid. Pissed off. Yeah. And it's Zoom, so I was like, okay, well, I can ask another. I was like, the press officer cut me off, and everyone was just in the chat, like, it's doggy, doggy, them press conferences. It is. It is. Do you know what I mean? You get no, no solidarity do you, yeah. between the journalists and no. that. Um, Obviously, the Sancho thing is sort of over for a bit. You did a piece looking at where it went wrong. I mean, it wasn't just the Arsenal game, was it? This has been brewing on it with Sancho and, and United and Tanag and for a little while. Yeah, no, um, I think so. It, it could be resolved around the Arsenal game. Do you know what I mean? I think that was Tanag wasn't looking for an apology that took in everything backdated. You know, the whole time of his management and whatever had gone on before that as well. But um, you're right that I think throughout Sancho's time at United, there have been some concerns about certain aspects of like timekeeping um, and perhaps his focus and his attention in training as well was an issue, particularly I think under Ten Hag over the last couple of years. So those things all mount up and, and build to a head and then you have um, the situation as it, as it, as it came about in, in September where uh, as we detailed this week in the Athletic, and as, as we as we've done before, I think Laurie's done a couple of pieces on it before as well. The stuff around the Arsenal game, there was a training session. Ten Hag wanted 
like a shadow team to mimic Arsenal's way of pressing and stuff like that. Sancho, because he wasn't in the starting lineup, was in that shadow team, and he didn't feel that he applied himself um, as he should have done. Uh, and that's where it all stemmed from. And that's how we kind of reached this position. Still four or five months down the line, he's not in the team, he's not playing. And I think, look, the biggest kind of indictment, I don't know what you, you guys feel, but like, have United even missed him in that time? Yeah. That's it. That's <laughs> it. Oh, you think, yes, they have? Yeah, we have, yeah. Okay. I think we've missed but the, but the Jaden Sancho that yeah. we've seen in spells. I think we've missed the Jaden Sancho that we saw at Dortmund. Yeah. I think the problem is we haven't seen consistently, even when he has been playing, for me, and Steve might disagree, um, even back to back or three games on a spin, where I think no, he's, he's done well. He's never been in with a shout player in a month, has he? Someone's no. probably going, we actually wouldn't it up to him. You know, <laughs> Memphis depowered him once, didn't it? It's like, he just hasn't. And you look yeah. at what you saw at Dortmund, and I get the Bundesliga is you know, an easier league than the, the Premier League and all the rest of it, but especially that last season at Dortmund, he was absolutely on fire. Comes to United, and you can argue, okay, he's had different managers, he's had different systems, he's had different players alongside him, all that other stuff, but in other players we've seen more like, I was looking at the numbers, Garnacho's got better numbers with fewer minutes mm. than Jadon Sancho yeah. in terms of you know goal or assist per 90 or whatever. Marcus Rashford obviously had that phenomenal season last season. So we've seen his, some of his teammates just do really well at, at times. But like with him, you know, yes, there's been moments, the goal against uh, Liverpool, the goal against Chelsea, performances here and there, 45 minutes or whatever. And, and, and he he never actually delivered on the trust. I, I think players have to earn the trust. Yeah. Where, you know, why is Dennis Irwin so revered? Because you, he give you eight out of ten every week, it's and not, you know, no they, and you know what you're getting. And people yeah. would much rather have a lower level of performance, but a higher level of trust. Yeah. And there was no, well, there was neither actually with with Sancho. There was all the promise, but never the delivery. And yeah. the, he never give you that trust. I mean, even Marcus in this season's like a fucking three out of ten at, at best for this season for him. But he'd earned the trust of the gaffer that actually I can put together consistent productive performances whether they're likely to come back or not totally up for debate but at some point you earn that trust yeah. and every player has to earn the trust that they're gonna do a level of of a job for the manager and Sancho for all the promise that we saw in Dortmund like you said never delivered it in back-to-back -back games and he did get back-to-back -back games yeah. but his performance dipped vastly in yeah. those games do you, have, do you have any sympathy for him like, do you think there's anything that went? Yeah, because I, I watch Anthony and I see right. my ass as well, and I <laughs> yeah, don't know for sure, but I point. definitely suspect. Yeah, he probably kicked off in training, watching Anthony just coming onto his left and fucking in it for a two pointer. Yeah, like, and he went. He probably said, "I can imagine." Well, like I said, this is speculation on my part. I don't know that this happened. I can imagine him shouting it at the manager. I see it in training all the fucking time. Someone go, "What the fuck is he doing?" Like, the lads are ruthless. I can easily see Sancho get, seeing his ass in training and shouting something about Anthony to the manager or saying something to the manager about Anthony. And unfortunately, the, the manager has persisted with Anthony. He seems to get more chances more frequently um, with a lower standard of acceptable performance than what Sancho's at. Now, Sancho's not exactly grabbed it with both hands either. No, yeah, so, he, so that not on him, because I'm playing kind of devil's advocate here. Yeah. I don't think his situation has ever been, as he always had the perfect circumstances in which to thrive. That's one thing, because like writing this piece, it was kind of like, well, when he came, he had an ear infection, he had an injury, he started late, 
Ronaldo comes in, totally changes the dynamic of the whole season. Um, Ollie goes. Uh, you know, it's been almost a litany of different circumstances, things changing throughout his career that meant he hasn't had the ideal circumstances in which to thrive. But again, I'm kind of playing devil's advocate. I'm thinking you shouldn't have to have the ideal circumstances in which to perform at your best. You should just be able to take the chances when they're given to you. And I think it's fair enough to say that you just didn't do that in the end. No, that's the problem. And it's like you say, there are mitigating circumstances and all those things you've mentioned, yeah. obviously not being fully fit when you arrive, having an ear infection. Ronaldo comes in and it's all about, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo, yeah. as you'd expect. But the Ali stuff, the position, sorry, but the position yeah, no, stuff, like, he, he's, he, they, Oli said, he did an interview with us in September and he said, Sancho was earmarked by the scouting department as the best choice for right winger. But he came in and he wants to play left wing and that's where Marcus plays. And that just kind of sums up the whole thing, doesn't it? Like the, the entire what? shit show of this football. <laughs> I mean, that's, <laughs> that, that is that's it. terrible. Did yeah. no one ask him before we give him fucking 375 oh. bag a week? <laughs> and paid 70 <laughs> million quid for it. <laughs> just before you sign that, you are playing right wing, right? Imagine that. Imagine actually asking him that. Just, put, like, just, just, just double check this. But that shows no one actually had a football <laughs> conversation. Yeah. yeah. And him going, no. So you, you hear about... Um, Managers having like in-depth conversations with players and going, this is how I see your involvement within the team. Yeah. Did that not happen? Well, you look at it, and it pains. I know you've mentioned this a few times, but like City, they know they're getting Pep. They do it the other way around. They know they're getting Pep, so they go, De Bruyne, we'll we'll work for you. Sterling will work for you. Yeah. And as soon as Pep gets there, he's on those players, and he's yeah. like, look, I want to work you. I, you work fit into my system. Even Liverpool, to a certain degree, are scouting players for Klopp and going, look, Salah will play in your system. It's not a drama. Yeah. And it's like, okay, yeah, sound. United, there's none of that. And to the point where you're spending 73 million quid on a player and you're not even asking him where his best position is. Mm. And it's like, you find out when he gets on the training ground, he's sulking because you're sticking him somewhere else yeah. or whatever. And it's just, it's nonsense. And all these stories have come out, and I think there's been in The Athletic and elsewhere, about the issues that he had at Dortmund where you tr you're pairing him up with Erling Haaland, so Erling Haaland's professionalism rubs off on Jadon Sancho. The warning signs that were at City when sometimes he wasn't maybe applying himself or turning up at time and things like that. And it's like, these are red flags that you should be looking at. Also though, the Dortmund stuff does show that you can have personalities within the squad who might need a, an arm around the shoulder, who might need a bit of extra care, who might miss a couple of team meetings or be a bit late and you, you put things in place to help them yeah. and to get them yeah, that's the best. A good point. That's a good Sancho point. performed brilliantly at Dortmund. He, yeah. if, even if he had all those underlying problems were still there, he had a apparatus, a club structure around him that allowed him to still excel at his best. And I don't think in the end you can really separate it from from <laughs> everything else that we talk about every time we discuss but the last 10 years so of United. But there's personal responsibility. Yeah. Yes, the team is missing a fucking dozen players. Yes, with dysfunctional. Yes, that midfield's not fingered, but I've just watched an 18-year-old boy step into that midfield mm -hmm. and look like he's got 400 yeah. games under his belt. Yeah, so wh where is everybody else taking the responsibility? Like, no one's going, wait, wait, and like, Kobe Mane, wait until like, blah, blah with him. You're going, these men. Yeah, no, you are. That's it, that's the entire analysis top. Yeah. That's it, because he is taking responsibility for his own performances, mm. not looking at excuses, not going, well, this and that, and no, he's just going, mint. You know, 100%, and he's, he's shown that. And it's, it's telling as well, there was an interview with Manu Matic, wasn't there? And you talk about like the, the apparatus at Dortmund, yeah. where he's got obviously a manager that wants to work with him, they're, they're working out ways, all right, you know, we'll get someone to wake him up, we'll get him paired up with Erling Haaland or whatever. At United, I think the thing we see with Matic, where he said they were finding the, the, the players brought in a system where if you're late, you'll get a fine. 
And him and Pogba were like late all the time. They end up paying seventy five grand. Now I don't yeah. know how much they were getting fined <laughs> per late. That could have been probably so, out with FFP all that though. Yeah, fair, yeah. Like, there's swings and roundabouts. Uh, but I mean, it's like the players are trying to do it themselves. And Pogba is one of the senior players at the time. He's yeah. late himself, so that's either going to be a big sort of you know help for Sancho. If he's going well, I'm late, but so's Paul. Yeah. So it's not that. Dr- and, and also, if I pay the fine, it's all right. Yeah. Because it's not the manager who's going. You know what I mean? And that was his first season at the club, mm. which worries you doesn't it? it just shows the difference in the level of personality that's at the the club as well because sir alex in one of his books talks about how he never f- bothered finding or disciplining players for missing training or being late because he was like if you don't want to train there must be a bloody good reason right and i'm not even going to ask you i'm just going to support you yeah. and that and you go do what you do because he was like who wouldn't want to come and train in this environment yeah. mm. but then when you look at some of the the characters and the leaders that he had in that team of course, whereas you look at the fucking helmets that we've got cutting about the gaff now. Yeah. Maybe you do need a like, well, if you don't fucking train, you don't play, you don't... It's, 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 that's the thing, the, the, the thread has been broken because you had your Roy Keynes and your, you know, your, your Rios and your Vidiches and all that and then it, it carried on your Carricks, your, your Roonies. Well, imagine then, for the class of 92 lads, you've got Brian Robson in there. Yeah, like, exactly. You're not going to fuck yeah. about with him. No, yeah. exactly. You've got Steve Bruce, you've got Brian Robson, you've got Eric. You've got all these personalities and the, that want to win and have the standards. And then now, it's like, I remember Rooney, the interview Rooney when he said after a defeat he came in and Pogba, and I don't want to keep digging out Pogba, but it's relevant. Pogba and Lingard were dancing in the changing rooms. Right. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? Well, they're both th- 30, what, 30, 31 and Dartmouth Club at the moment. Yeah. Right? yeah. And it's like yeah. now, you know, who's the, the senior players that are... Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not saying that there isn't anyone in the club who doesn't give a toss or doesn't have a sort of a men- right mentality. You look at it. But the fact that we've had this merry-go-round, mini merry-go-round with the captain set, and when people say to, you know, we do it all the time, we'll talk about the captain, should it be Bruno? Right sound, who should it be? There's not a load of candidates. Stands out, no. Yeah. No. There's not a 23-year-old Roy Keane. No. no. Or a 25-year-old Brian Robson. No, or an no. Eric. No. Or, no. Even some of the suggestions, <laughs> like, it's like people say, well, give it minus. Well, he's injured for starters, so that doesn't work. Well, Casemiro, he's injured as well. Evans, he's 35. <laughs> do you know what I mean? How often is he playing when everyone's fit? Probably yeah. never. I think, look, right. you're always going to have different personalities within the squad though unless you go out and try and sign everybody who's got all thinking in one mentality in one way yeah. then um, and then you start neglecting other things you start not looking at how good they are as players or what what role they play or what else they bring to a team right? so you're always going to have this mix of personalities um, sometimes it's, a group's going to be a bit stronger than, than other groups um, I think coming back to what you said Steve Fergie what he used to do was if a player needed a bollocking he gave them a bollocking if they needed an arm around the shoulder he'd give them an arm around the shoulder Paul Scholes was a guy who he, know, he knew wouldn't really respond to if, if he just went all guns blazing at him whereas like Rooney or somebody he'd get the best out of him if he was a bit if he was a bit stricter with him and like it takes that kind of emotional intelligence I think sometimes to, to be a manager and to, to manage different personalities within the squad that are inevitable and um, you know, maybe that maybe that raises a question about whether the manager at present has that level of emotional intelligence. I don't know. I'm not. I, <laughs> I don't know if anyone's there. ever got the emotional intelligence of Sir Alex. No, because yeah. you'll, you'll, people will talk all the time about the hairdryer treatment and, and the this, that, and the other. But there are countless examples of the quiet word with him. Exactly. Because I think sometimes the in the the group setting, it just fucking. Fergie's got this lovable granddad sort of image kicking about at the moment. <laughs> I don't know where the fuck this has come from no. because he was a ruthless <laughs> bastard. Of course he was. Right? And a, a seriously fucking aggressive individual. But but you're right, the emotional intelligence of him, those quiet moments with someone, and even early doors, like 
to, to identify within weeks of meeting him that Eric Cantona requires different treatments of Paulins. And the, having the bollocks to do that, we hadn't won a title at the time, mm. but having the bollocks to go, he gets treated different. Because that's something people forget as well. Well, you know, why is he treating this player different? That, well, Fergie did, and he was the best in the game at that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. like you yeah. say players are different. Players are different. Players respond. Like if you go be. shouting at Eric Cantona, he probably leaves, and you don't win those titles. Exactly, exactly. Do you know what I mean? If you let him turn up for training wearing a pair of yeah. flip-flops and yeah. a shirt. Shiggs has like, his tie down half yeah. inch. Chewed out, fined. <laughs> Cantona comes in with no time. Exactly. Trainers. Exactly. And he goes, That's it. That's fucking style. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's, it's right though, isn't it? That's it. Like, you know, little things like bringing him back when he wanted to quit. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? And like, you see it in the way that the, in the managerial changes of the last few years, under Ollie, it was like, well, he's, he's too easy on the players. He's giving them too much leeway. You know, they don't they don't care. They don't turn up. They turn up late, whatever. And then last season, Ten Hag comes in, and it's about strict rules, strict discipline, and everything's turned around. And now we're back in a situation where people are moaning about the discipline, or players are unhappy, or whatever. You can't just move between the two. You've got to have this again emotional intelligence to be able to treat people differently in different situations as it as and when it requires. 100%. There's loads of comments in the chat, so I'll get into, get into them in a minute. But first of all, the question. It's not a bird. It's not a question. It's a statement. It's not a bird. It's not a plane. Do you know what it is, Stephen? Shaved balls. Shaved balls. That's right. It's the most re revolutionary ball trimmer the world has ever seen because we've been waiting for this for some time. It's not the lawnmower 2.0. It's not the 3.0. It's not the 4.0. It's the 5.0. The performance package for Manscaped 5.0 is finally here. Listen, we know how great artificial intelligence is. We know how much you love it. It's all well and good. But I think the biggest technologi technological development the world has ever seen is Manscaped's 5.0. Yeah? Disagree? I mean, Satnav's pretty good. Satnav's, it's <laughs> up there. It's, in, it's in, in the conversation. But I don't think it's as good as what Manscaped are doing. So... Go and check out the link in the description using the code Housen and you will get the Ultra Performance Package 5.0. And for that, you get the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra. Do you reckon they'll put a sat-nav in it by the time we get to 6.0? 100%. You'll just be able to put it on there, type in where your balls are, and it'll deal with it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Do you know like, what? You just type it in your car, do you know it what? takes you there. Do you know what? Do you know what? That's what will happen. At some point in the future, yeah. An AI ball trimmer. It's on the cards. And Manscaped to the people to deliver that. I don't trust anyone else to do that over the Manscaped. Listen, they will go, do listen, it. listen, forget about the read. Go and buy some of these because the more money Manscaped get, the quicker we are to AI ball trimmers where you just pull it out and it shaves it. Yeah. I don't eat a banana around it, but make sure you're just ready to rock and roll. Free shipping, 20% off, using the code House and Sweat, House and Sweat even. You get all the good stuff, the weed whacker, the ball trim, the crop preserver, all that good stuff, and the performance package 5.0, including the lawnmower 5.0. Your balls will thank you. Go and check out the link in the description. And like Steve says, we can get them to that AI technology advancement that we're all waiting for. Thank you, and thank you to Manscaped for sponsoring this podcast. Uh, a couple of chats. Uh, Coach Zach Buckley, Buckeye for Life, who's been a member of the first team for 36 months, says, are we really selling Alvaro while playing the low at left-back? Just seems dumb to me. Sancho disrespected the club again. The manager, good riddance to him. What's the latest with um, Alvaro? He's on loan, isn't he? Yeah. He's on loan at Granada. It sounds like reports this afternoon that um, he may be joining Benfica. Uh, on, on permanent so deal? On so then he's, deal. he's coming back for what? 65 million. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah know we'll buy him in 2027. Ridiculous. Yeah, that's what we do. Ridiculous. Come on, come on, Matt. You know the drill. Fucking player of the season. And we're like, well, he's no fucking good, clearly. Mm. Well, I think, 
I was looking, I did a thing just before Christmas on like Lone Watch, like how are the players getting on? Um, I was really impressed with him like last season at Preston, that you only heard good things about him. It was exciting to see him in pre-season. I, I, I don't know if he really caught the eye that much in pre-season. I don't know about you, lads. Did fuck all wrong though? Well, yeah, I mean, it's difficult. I, it's difficult. It's weird pre season really it? because it? I think yeah. there's an element with some youngsters as well. You can argue that the fucking B team actually were a lot better than the A team. That's it. Mm. And I think sometimes it's like that whole thing of maybe just playing it a little bit safe, yeah, just, yeah. you know, following instructions to the letter, not doing anything too extravagant that kind of can go against you because you're not standing out. You go, oh my God, what's he doing? Yeah. It's just you're doing that, the simple things are doing him well. But the flip side of that is, does that suddenly make the manager think, well, I'm going to drop my first team player? Because we saw it with Charlie Savage and Zidane Iqbal yeah. for that pre-season when we was um, over in Thailand, Australia. They were smashing it. Every game against Liverpool and against big teams, you're going, look, they didn't get looking. Yeah. Because it's like, all right, they did well it takes more, doesn't but it? You need, you need to do something ridiculous yeah. to, to force your way into a team that's just bought in Casemiro and Ericsson. Yeah. And, 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 has but I thought for Fernandes this summer, though, like when Shaw gets injured, when... Um, you, you, when Malassi is injured, when you know, uh, they let Williams go out. I mean, I don't think there was much chance of Williams getting in, but when he's on like, out on loan at Ipswich, you think, all right, well, here's the opening, but he didn't come. And often there is a reason for that. I think. I think United wanted to see a bit more of him just in a top-flight setting, right? So he's gone to La Liga. He hasn't actually played that much for Granada, and so when all this stuff first started coming out about Benfica, I was like, that's, that's interesting, that because he can't even get in the Granada team at the minute. But um, if Benfica are sniffing, yeah. Their scouting department is elite. Pretty good. Yeah, I mean, their true. success rate when it comes oh, to uncovering God. unearthed gems is outrageous. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's ridiculous, isn't They're it? Literally, we'll, we'll sell him in, honestly, for like a multi-pack of what's-its. Yeah. And they will bang a £65 million transfer fee on him and some fucker will pay it and we'll be like, oh, we had him. Yeah, well, I'm more concerned about it. It'll be us that pays it in about five years. <laughs> That's the kind of thing we've done in the past, haven't we? Yeah, I can um, see that. Obviously, it's not just... Um, as well, like what's happened with Hannibal? Because the talk of him got yeah. a severe or maybe got a Everton, it looks more like a severe. But Even Hanson yeah. Aaron, like the, yeah, the clubs that are in yeah. link with him are um, Hendel. Yeah, it's like Hannibal's a funny one because after the Burnley game, and Senag said he put in a perfect performance when he scored that goal against Brighton, he was like, he's setting the standards here. Yeah. And now he's off and he could be off on a permanent move. I thought that was weird that he kind of got his opportunity, took it as far as I'm concerned. Don't know what you think, but like I thought he was. You know, I thought he did as much as you could expect. It was the goal against Brighton as well. Yeah. Um, and then for him to fall out of the team, I guess it's it's not as though there haven't been opportunities. It's not as though there haven't been injuries. Um, I don't know if he's quite at the required le- required level really. I, you know, last season Birmingham in the Championship didn't pull up too many trees. Um, so is he is he there? I, I, he's, he's, we all admire his like work rate and how he comes on and just starts kicking people I think yeah, we all you like can that say it, the fact that he's nuts we yeah. love that <laughs> we do and we've needed more you know I mean? squirrel shit yeah if we're losing at Anfield just go out there and boo everyone <laughs> sack it the game's done do you know what I mean which so, he did yeah and that's one way to win people over but is he the future I don't know I think 
I don't know, maybe as well, he, he's sort of, the manager looks at someone like Kobe Mainu who comes in and does his soul and he's just like, no, the no, no headaches at yeah. all, just amazing. And yeah. he looks at Anibal, who is a great player, but can give you a little bit of an headache when yeah. he's getting booked in the first 10 minutes and you're like, kind of risk him for the rest of this game. Yeah. Which I think happened to him against Newcastle, didn't it, or Galatasaray? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's happened several times. Like, yeah. like Hannibal, breaking in your yellow life. card is like, mm, nah, this, on every time. No, he's done it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's a shame because there is a player there, um, but like you say, a lot of the time you look at youngsters and you go, we've sat here, you know, many a time in them over the years, where you go, Angel Gomez, great player, the future, or whatever, or Tahir Chong, or whoever, and mm. the, just the level to get into the United team and be good enough That's at that it. time. What you'll find is, if they really rate a player, they're not going to go out on loan. That was the thing with Miney this season. It was like, in the summer. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Um, yeah. What's, what's pathways for the youngsters? Where are they going to go? Yeah. Um, one thing that was clear just before the preseason tour was that Miney wasn't going on loan. Whatever happened, and he had a, he had a role and had a place to come into the team. And you've seen that since he's come back from injury, he's a he's, he's a fixture in the team. There, so, I think yeah. it was kind of underestimated how good he was and how important he would be because mm. we saw him didn't we, in preseason against Arsenal and everyone was like he's just pocketed that club he's just been mint. Gets that injury against Real Madrid and you think oh well maybe he wouldn't have played that much anyway. Well, no, he fucking would have. No, he was ready. You can he see. Ready. He was beating Real Madrid if he played. You are. We was beating Real Madrid. I don't see any any anything other than facts in that statement. To be honest with you, he was the best midfielder on that pitch. Jude Bellingham. Who? Um, Dave Robotham, who's been a member of the academy for 29 months, says, "Do you reckon we will go for Benzema?" No. No. Anyone can answer this. <laughs> no. So we'll wait. We'll wait till he's got a bit more maturity before we game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give him another three years, then we'll get him on like a million pounds. He's available for now. We're yeah. not going to get him when he's available for no. now. <laughs> when he signed a new deal, then we'll get him. Do you know what I mean? Why has it gone west for him anyway? I don't know, actually know the full. Where's he gone west? No, why, 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 why has it gone west? Why has it all gone? Oh, Pete Benzema. I don't know. Ask me. No. Come on, you're, you've got a, a direct line to Kareem Benzema's phone. Why has it not worked out for him? Has it, has it not worked out for him? I don't, I don't know. Right. He's earning lots of money. Clearly, like it's Saudi is a bit. There's lot like. Ronnie's obviously smashing it over there yeah. and treating it like it's... Yeah, because they basically just went, you're the laws on that. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> Do what yeah. you want. Um, but he's treat he seems to be treating it like it's the most important thing ever, as he does with everything, <laughs> where other players don't seem to be that bothered. Can you blame them? I yeah, mean, it's, it's fucking Cheshire League start. standard of facilities and stuff, isn't it? Like, no, it's, playing in front it's of 300 people, like, uh, what is the motivation? It's just, what, well, you know, what, what is the motivation? The, the 600,000 It's the, the wage slip at the end of the week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Why it. are we doing it? What's that? Yeah. But even that's not enough now, isn't it? Because, like, was it John Anderson said, oh, no, well, I might be getting 500k a week or whatever, what, I've had enough. Wild. Yeah, like, that's not enough <laughs> to keep me here. Do you know what I mean? Because it's like, it's I'm playing like you're saying in front of one man and his dog at a very, very yeah. poor standard. I'd sift the sewers with my bare hands for 500k a week. Oh, probably whistle easy. while I was doing it. Easily. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? So it's, it's proper well, you know, Six months? Do six months? Yeah. Yeah, six, six months there. and then you've just earned millions of pounds. Like I know they're already rich footballers, but even by footballing standards, the money over there is ridiculous. And they got all these players over, didn't they? Like that were still some yeah. of them had quite a lot to offer. Joe Nevers, the one. Um, Ruben Nevers. Ruben Nevers. Sorry, yeah, Ruben Nevers is the one where I go. 
Some fuckery afoot there, I think. The fact that he didn't turn up at Newcastle on the 1st of January has made me think, oh, maybe it's not as bent as I thought it might was. Might have been. <laughs> Stayed at Mitrovic reportedly wants to go, wants to leave as well. Um, but they've got like... I'd have him. Yeah, I'd have him. Yeah. He walks into the United Rent a loon. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, we need a bit more of that, don't we? Hey, he makes Hannibal look Hannibal. calm, doesn't he? Yeah, hey, I'm going to get myself sent off in the best way possible. Rent a Let's hey, go. I'll, VAR, I'll just, deal with that. Tell him I'll pick him up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he's... Um, uh, it's, it's a shame because some places look... This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Yeah, no respect. They have been wasting, aren't they? Still got a lot to offer. Others, you think, all right, they're, they're semi-retired anyway. I think some of them would have gone over there and realised, actually, I should have rated myself a little bit higher than I did. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I'm still a decent player. I've still got something to give at a decent level. And they're playing, like I said, in front of the crowds of 300 people. And yeah. it's, you know... Because was it Ma- has Mara's gone over there? Yeah, Mara's gone over there. there. Um, it's, a it's, it's a madness at the minute. Right, there is some players that... It's kind of like... They've increased the... The weirdest teams ever in it, because it's like... Four all stars, yeah, and who are them lot? <laughs> <laughs> have you actually watched any of it? Because like, I, like I say, no. I haven't. Like, no, I've me, seen the goals, certain no goals, idea. like when they're doing the rounds on social media. I'm not that because the standard isn't going to be good, is it? It's no. not going to be interesting. It's going to be like a freak show with all FIFA I, Ultimate Team. In I, real I love life the fact that Ronnie's just using it as well as just bump up them numbers because he's proper bumping up them numbers, isn't it? <laughs> he's and he's, he's like, playing for Paddockin when he finishes his out. Mate, he will. <laughs> if he thinks he can get some more goals out <laughs> of it, hundred percent, he will. Do Cheshire League goals count? They yeah. do. Right, <laughs> I'm in. I'm getting to that thousand goals. You know what I mean? I'm going to beat Pele's record. Scored 174 against whoever Vets team. They all count. Do you know what I mean? It's that's what I mean. Uh, Andrew A says, did not having number seven handed to him affect Sancho? I mean, that's yeah. No, actually, this was a, this was something oh. I didn't actually include it in the piece, but I think we've reported on exclusive. it. Exclusive? It's not exclusive. It's been out there for uh, a while. Matt's giving us an exclusive there. <laughs> Bold it. Yeah. No, but um, yeah, so I think he, uh, if I remember it correctly, now he, he kind of joined with the idea that he'd be getting the seven. Um, then there was the whole issue with Cavani had it at the time, didn't he? Yeah. And then obviously Ronaldo comes. So uh, and and Ronaldo is going to get is he's always going to get the seven. So um, I think he was I think that how it went. I need to, I hope I'm getting this right now. But he was kind of denied it, uh, and then it was given to somebody else anyway. So that's not you know from his perspective maybe he was a little bit peed off about. It's that, w- it's it's weird in it because part of me feels essentially like you get to United, there's a lot of pressure on you, but then Ronnie comes and there's no pressure on you because all eyes are on him. No one really, I mean, I know it sounds daft, but no one's really bothered about it. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. You're up to because it's all about Cristiano Ronaldo. But then his apartment thinks, well, but does that take away your shine a little bit? Because you're getting there. It's your big move. Everyone's on it. You've got a fucking do, do. You make it. You put it wow. into the box for him. 
he's gonna bang it home. Yeah. So there, there not is the less pressure. You've got the biggest get out in the world. Just put it on a plate for him. Yeah. And everyone and that will be first season happy. he was doing it, wasn't he? Yeah. As well. And it's like that first season, Ronnie did it, and Sancho didn't. Really. I thought at the start of that season they had a decent relationship on the pitch at least it felt like there was if any player there was a bit more understanding between those two than than others was just my impression at the time but I think since then um, I mean we mentioned it in the piece as well like about how you know some senior players were kind of concerned about or they wanted to change the formation and it would have necessitated that Sancho would have been out of the team you know you can definitely count Ronaldo among that group of senior players by the way so this you know whether that relationship was as healthy as it seemed to me at least at the start I'm not sure um Ronaldo was just a player that had he had such a huge centre of gravity though if you know what I mean like he sucked the, the, the ball had to go to him all the time during that season uh, just because he's the main guy and I think that doesn't help if uh, if you're try, if you're a young player trying to fit into a new team so. there was there was times when it looked a little bit ridiculous like especially with Bruno like we just seemed to have yeah. some vision on getting it to Ronnie yeah. like and Sancho we we highlighted it a couple of times I think you and Joe spoke about it where there was times I think it might be the Newcastle game but I might be misremembering where Sancho's literally in acres of space and he's there Bruno's got the ball Ronnie's got like three people around he's just like Ronnie gotta get you yeah. in yeah, gotta yeah, try yeah, and yeah. get you in do you know what I mean it was <laughs> yeah. like please be my mate yeah that's what it was like and it was like come on man like that's okay you know Ronnie's putting up good numbers but at the end of the day is it benefiting the team as a whole if you're just going to yeah. try and give it for him and obviously for Sancho it, it didn't um, I want to ask you a little bit about Marshall because you've written about him and there's part of me that thinks about Marshall's done out here but we've been here before haven't we we've said Jay, he's, he's done no, don't Come say on. Jay please to me right bro because we've been here before where it's like Marshall <laughs> he's kicked his last ball for Manchester United he ain't going in he's not going to stay he's not going to do and the next thing you know he's signing other contracts and he's like what we've been Ow. going back to Jose Ow, Jose not. had enough of him and Jose left about five years ago do you know what I mean is, yeah. it, is, it, is it the end of Anthony Marshall at Manchester United Come on, man. in Talk six months Manchester. time yes thank you there you go that's <laughs> definitive yeah no one's going to have him in jail uh, he's not going to move this month, I don't think. No, I think we, we did, I did the story the other day. Uh, a few other people reported it as well. I think it was on Sky first of all. Um, that yeah, he's, he's he's had offers put to him. No no offers to United, club to club, but offers been put to him, his camp. And um, as, as it stands, he's not interested. Um, whether that's because Just fuck off. he's 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 ill as he has been for several weeks now. Well, can we ask whatever. you about this, right? Oh, Come here on we back. go. You're there, you're at the press conference, right? Go on. He's ill. Yeah. It's been a month on it that he's been ill. The problem is yeah. you can't... Act, there, there, there's actually zero... Ob- it's a weird thing because, obviously, when a player's injured or ill yeah. um, or has, like, you know, quite serious conditions, as does happen sometimes yeah, of course. players, like, it's absolutely mental that you're asking his boss what's wrong with him. Right. Isn't it? Think yeah. about it. Because right. like, you couldn't do that here. You no. couldn't do it in a, like in any other. It's a HR issue, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. big time. <laughs> like he's, he's absent, and that's that's the only answer yeah. you're entitled to. Yeah, we do get more out of him than you would expect, given those rules. But I suppose, but it's but it's even football, like a hamstring injury, like you, you've got no fucking requirement to be told. That. No, but I think it's people people yeah. who pay the money to go and watch and whatever subscriptions, whatever, every, fans have a right to know if, if the player if the player's going to be playing at the weekend and why he's not if he isn't. So do you, do you yeah. get the impression there's anything? untoward going on uh, I can put it in that beige way no, that political <laughs> way eh? is there any indication that there could be something could is be he, amiss is he malingering or yeah. is he actually or do you think there is it's just, I don't I don't I, he's unfit that's all we hear and I don't do you really think he's got a good relationship with the manager that's been the case for seven years <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't I don't think I, look, I think there's been a lot of talk this 
this season about lost dressing rooms and things like that. I think some of it sometimes been a little bit overegged. It's never been the case that Ten Hag's lost all the players. Yeah. Um, in Martial's case, I, I couldn't say for certain to be honest, but I think um, that look, clearly <laughs> he isn't in the plans. Yeah. Right. He isn't in his plans. I mean, anymore. I think that's fair that's to that, say. that speaks volumes. And, and if they're not even going to talk to him about, if they're not even going to trigger the option that they could anyway to extend his contract which is such a like a default setting of triggering yeah yeah, yeah. especially like we, for a player that's still did we trigger phil jones yeah yeah yeah, yeah i think we did like well, he's, he's only what is he how old's marshall now is he 27 no, he's older than that. oh is that 2029 20, oh, i think 29 let's have a look um, um, because yeah. i always i have a spreadsheet with all this laid out you know like i might have to borrow it off you yeah so so's mr journalist mr athletic he's 28 28 um so, I mean... Should be in his fucking prime. He should. This is a guy that, what, three years ago scored 23 goals in a season? Mm -hmm. And then, yeah. since then, has done He's pretty much nothing. Yeah. Which yeah. is it's sad to see, to be honest with you, but not sad to the so point where I was. coaching under 18s from June. Yeah, I don't <laughs> it's, it's, it's testimonial year next year as well. <laughs> He's going to miss out yeah. on that if he goes. Um, it's, so, it's so sad as well that, like, no one gets a testimonial United anymore because... Well, no Jones was entitled to one, wasn't he? And, and didn't Christ. feel like he could. So, yeah. yeah, I kind of felt a little bit sorry for him. That you have he, to play in the ten seasons, or just be there. Yeah, just be there, just be around in it. Around, it's like yeah. Chelsea, don't they have loads of players that have been there for like a decade who've never played for it? <laughs> yeah, they haven't. They've got like for the players that have literally been there for about ten years that have never played for it. <laughs> Eight years of Vitesse constantly. Arnhem in Newcastle. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it, it is crazy. <laughs> um, Charles Dean says, "I completely get why we brought back CR7, though the market value alone is enough." Let alone stopping City from signing one of the goats. It was funny. I think we were talking about this the other day. Was it Steve Gerrard? I'd see that video where he said, "I go." Um, uh, uh, oh well, yeah. Yeah, we call <laughs> we call Cristiano Ronaldo the goat. And you think, oh, bro, he's right, former right. Liverpool captain. Sat I hope there, it's worth it. Sat Steve. there saying that about Manchester United. Surely Gerrard's all right enough to be like, I'm not fucking. Yeah, sorry. surely you, you can just say, I'm not doing that. Like, no. But then is it a warm hand on the shoulder where someone's like? Read it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Someone just locks. Someone just locks the door. And goes. Read it. <laughs> you go. Right. All right. Because it's red, like someone's got a picture of his wife and kids behind a fucking. Yeah. Camera, it is it? red, like going to see your head tackle in it. It's not like I'm enjoying this or I'm putting. Listen, in a I'll just put it out there right now. If you ever see me saying Stephen Gerrard is our go or anyone well, like you're not Suarez do that. or John Terry or something like that phone the police yeah <laughs> i don't think i, I think you probably take the the, the yeah, that's you know what, that's the actually I'll just put it out there not the, that this will ever get used but if you ever see me doing any sort of thingy like that where i'm like always like john terry somewhere along those lines <laughs> you know i'm in trouble either that or you i've been kidnapped you, yeah or you i'm being held or against you've been my spiked will. you don't know where you are or what you're saying <laughs> <laughs> i don't think there's any danger of that happening uh what have you got coming up on the athletic I don't, I've got to go and write a thing about FFP and Newcastle after Jesus this for Christ. some reason. I've no idea. Well, yeah, I'm doing that. So don't, don't, maybe, no, do read that. What's happening with Newcastle? Not, Can't they got to sell players now? Because it's like, that's what FFP. they're saying. It's news to me. I'm, I'm a United correspondent. Yeah. They've been throwing this this afternoon. So. News to Newcastle as well. Yeah. <laughs> they thought, hey, we go, got loads of money. Like, no. No, it's not. How, it how are they and how are United in the shit? Meanwhile, Chelsea are just fucking. Freewheeling down the road. Ooh, yeah. I don't, I, well, I think Chelsea have got problems as well, though, haven't they? They're not going to be. Because isn't like, is it like Nottingham Forest are in trouble? Yeah. Like, well, they spent 
But they, I'm to be fair, they did go a little yeah. bit turbo. But they sold that kid to um, Spurs, didn't they? Yeah, Brennan so Johnson. Brennan Johnson, so. thank you. That yeah. sort of relieved it a little bit. I think there was some arguing about whether that was going to be counted or not. Yeah, yeah. And they're so trying to say, well, it needs to, otherwise we're, we're in the shit. But all these clubs getting punished and looked at. Do you know what I mean? It just means that one thing, and that's them lot down the road need to get the pants pulled down. But no, no, look, they won't. It'll just be like a fine <laughs> or something. <laughs> well, it's different. I mean? it's different with City because... All these clubs. Well, because all these clubs have like the fucking truth, in yeah. danger of failing the test. Do you know what I mean? Like, whereas City, they'll look at the take the test or give any of the results. Well, of the that's test. the allegation. You, you don't take the test yeah. or give the results of the test. You can't fail the test. I think Mark. City's response to the test was "fuck your test." Yeah. <laughs> oh, we've what? What the test? No, we don't okay. fancy doing that. I've got to cover City as well, by the way. I know you have. <laughs> Listen, I feel your pain. Right, I used to get in trouble. I used to be a local reporter, and I used to say yeah. things on Twitter, and my boss used to go, "Can I have a chat to you about your Twitter?" <laughs> You know, you've got to go to the City press conference later. <laughs> you've said yeah. this about the manager. Yeah. All right, I'll delete it. Um, Matt, always a pleasure. Thanks for coming no on the problem. channel, bro. Um, love your work on The Athletic. Go and check him out. Uh, you cover Manchester United and City and Newcastle, apparently. And everything, apparently. Apparently, yeah, they're getting the money's worth out now as well. I got yeah. Can you that. go and find out what's happening with Benzema? Uh, what have you got this weekend? Um, we are playing Main Road tomorrow. You better win that. Don't let me down. Because that's synonymous with City. Yeah, well, literally, it's, yeah. it's, it's basically the 1950s version of what we did it was just City Supporters Club was formed a football club and we beat them 3-2 last time we played them took a 97th minute winner go on I'll take that similar Michael Owen it was a sub it was a sub that's the one that I've played to win it hopefully it goes a little bit easier tomorrow the only I've got this I don't know reputation of being a bit shouty and I'm not like I'm really fucking chill Yeah, but I'm Absolutely ripped strips off him at halftime in that last main road game. Because it was set and you. No, were, well, I think we were two. Was or we just annoyed. Down? It was either two 0 down or one 0 down, but it was dog shit. Right. It was like the, we just played horrendous football, so I absolutely tore into him. Well, we we got the win in the end. But was it last week you came back from two 0 down and one six two? Yeah, but I was dead calm because like you were we, calm and I messaged you. You're like, oh yeah, that. We, um, <laughs> I messaged him like, what a game, bro, and he's like, what? I went six two. Went, oh yeah, yeah. He said I weren't worried. We, I won. Like we had my old man come on at the pitch at half time. He's like, we'll fucking get a grip or what? I'm like, it's fine. Don't worry. Like we're, we're fine. Mate, but we'd, we'd, we'd had like yeah, five. Yeah. We'd basically we put it at the keeper like five or six times in the first half. You, you go watch the highlights; you'll see it yourself. It's just. Are you there like clocking the XG in your head and all this? Like oh, no, but it would have been high. Head. We yeah. was like it was getting one v ones inside the box and hitting it at the keeper. And Ronaldo missed from the edge of the six yard box. Oh, did it? Twice. Wow, I've been words you know, so it was like we was making so Ronaldo many chances. That. No, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just in case <laughs> we made so many chances <laughs> that I thought look, just. So I just said, don't be calm. Be patient. Keep making. Don't change the way we play. Was the most I was saying because we'll we'll have it and then yeah we we had a, a ninety second period where we just fucking the football Blitz. we played was I was just following it on social media and I was kept goal 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 goal. Hey, <laughs> someone having a laugh. So yeah, What's going road, on here? Main road tomorrow. It's at Drawsden Free Entry. If you you get, get there on the tram from town, if you yeah, want to come good, and watch, good be, transport links. I guarantee it'll be a good game. Yeah, get down there because United aren't playing until Sunday. Go and check out Matt Critchley at The Athletic. There's a link in the description. Go and check out Stratford Paddock FC and Stephen Houser TV and all that good stuff. And go and check out Manscaped. Big thank you to them for sponsoring this podcast. That's been Matt Critchley from The Athletic. That's been Stephen Houser. I've been Jay Moyer. This has been The Brew. Thanks for watching. Sports Social Podcast Network. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.